What's Shaking Fire Nation? JLD here, and welcome to episode 1673 of EO Fire, where I chat with today's most inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Goals equal success. And with the freedomjournal.com, you will be accomplishing your number one goal in 100 days. Now, let's chat with today's featured guest, Matthew Paulson. Matt, are you prepared to ignite? John, I'm ready to blow up. Let's do yes. this. Master founder of MarketBeat.com, a financial media company that has attracted more than 450,000 email subscribers and receives more than 4 million page views each month. He's also the host of Startup Q&A, an online video show that answers your questions about building businesses online. Matt, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. So I am probably the only online entrepreneur in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Um, <laughs> I'm out here by myself in the middle of a cornfield. You know, I've been doing this for probably about 10 years now. Um, I've tried a bunch of different things. Um, I've had like a, a WordPress consulting business. I had a personal finance blog. You know, every everything that everybody tried, I did. And then about six years ago now, I landed on something that really blew up. And that was MarketBeat. It was then called Analyst Ratings Network. I've talked about it on the show a couple of times, episode 186 and 1077. So I'm surprised you're already at like 1,670 <laughs> episodes know, now. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, it's really blown up since then. I've, I've figured out some strategies that really work for email list growth and just monetization. Um, you know, we were on the Inc. 5000 list last year. Wow. Almost hit the Inc. 500 list. Um, but we grew from like 320,000 in revenue uh, three years ago to about 2.7 million in 2016. So uh, if you can grow by, by that much, you know, I, I figure we're doing something right. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, MarketBeat has just been a great little business. We've got employees now. We've got an office. It's like we're, we have <laughs> a like 401k plan. I know it's, it's <laughs> like it's a real company. It's, it's, it's amazing what's happened. Well, congrats, brother. And Fire Nation, like uh, Matt said, 186, 1077, and now 1673. He is one of the incredibly few rare repeats on EO Fire, so you know he's got some good stuff going on. And the last time you were on, Matt, it's about mid-2015 or so, you know, you were like 240, 250K as far as subscribers, and you've grown. You've grown out of 450,000 subscribers. I'm sure it's even more since you sent this over. So what's going on? Like, how have you achieved this growth? We spent a lot of money. Um, we've spent about half a million dollars building out our email list in the last couple of years. Um, so we do that through... Um, Google AdWords, obviously, and then um, we were experimenting with Facebook ads. Um, we do some co-registration advertising. We do a lot of that, actually, and we started an affiliate program that has worked out really well for us. So it's it's been a big cash investment in advertising to build that list, um, but it's been well worth it because I know that for every, um, you know, two or three dollars I spend in email, um, you know, acquiring an email address, I'll get seven or eight dollars back. So I'm, you know, willing to do that all day long on any, you know, legitimate lead source. So you know, we've got affiliates that are, you know, we're writing checks 10 grand a month to um, because they run our opt-in forums for us. And, you know, we make, um, you know, we'll pay them $2 a lead. And, you know, there's one person that's giving us 5,000 leads a month. So it's Oof. a lot of strategies like that, that that cost us a lot of upfront money. But, um, you know, we've really built out just a great asset. And that has um, really um, paid off in, in dividends because there are there are advertisers uh, big name financial media outlets that'll pay us, you know, $40, $50 CPMs to email the list. So if they want to mail that whole list, it's, you know, 450 times 
$50 and then the agency that sells it will take a 30% cut. So mm. we can, you know, we can still, you know, net a lot of money off that. Totally. Now, one thing I like about you is number one, you're willing to spend money to make money. You're willing to invest in yourself. You're willing to test and you're a very analytical person. So you know your numbers. I mean, you know your numbers across the board. You know what your exact ROI is. And that's so huge, Fire Nation. You can't just throw money into something to quote unquote test. Like you have to have the numbers down pat. So when I ask you this question, I'm pretty confident you're going to be able to come back with an actual real answer. What business models are actually working right now? You and I have both been around long enough to see all the different fads that have oh, yeah. happened. 2006, seven, it was at the, you know, the made for AdSense sites, people building crap websites with, you know, Google AdSense on them. You know, 2012, we had the Kindle website or, you know, Kindle books where people would just pound out really garbage Kindle books and make a lot of money. You know, we had a, a trend with online courses for a while. You know, now it's Amazon FBA and Amazon Associates, but, you know, that's really about over because Amazon just announced some big changes to their affiliate program. And that revenue is, you know, going to decline by 40 to 50% for a lot of people that are reliant on Amazon Associates. So it's, you know, you see trend to trend to trend to trend. Um, and then, you know, once something becomes, becomes really big, you know, the big company that it kind of revolves around changes the game. They make it not as good of a deal as it used to be. It's already happened for, you know, Amazon Associates. It's probably going to happen for Amazon FBA. But, um, you know, that's kind of a good message that, uh, you know, maybe we shouldn't be so reliant on these big companies. But, you know, there, there are a few trends that I'm seeing right now. Obviously, you know, Facebook is huge. I've seen people build just massive e-commerce businesses off Facebook ads. Um, and Amazon merch is um, something that I'm seeing that a lot of people are doing. I know one gal that's making 30 grand a month selling t-shirts on Amazon through merch. So she, she uh, through their merch program, she just makes t-shirt designs. She uploads them, you know, sets a price, writes a description. And, you know, she's got, you know, a few thousand designs. But, you know, in December, she racked home, you know, 30 grand and, and just royalties on t-shirts that she didn't ship or do anything. Wow. Um, it was just, she made the design, she uploaded them and she got a, you know, check for 30 grand for doing that. So that's a, I think that's something that's going to be seen as the next kind of easy money thing that people are going to chase for a while. But ultimately I think these, you know, these easy money things last for 18 to 36 months and then they go away and people move on to the next thing. So, well, they get saturated. So, you know, the yeah. margins decrease and then the quote unquote professionals come into town and then, you know, that gets taken over. And so it just, it's just like, it's this trend, which is exciting because that means there's always that next thing. And if you just follow people like Matt and, you know, market beat and you just keep your finger on the pulse, that next thing that comes, you can be that person that he's talking about now that's making 30 K on Amazon merch. But I want to do a little bit of a backtrack, Matt, because I'm curious personally, I love how you broke it down 20, uh, 2007, you know, one of the fads was AdSense. 2012, it was Kindle. 2014, it was selling online courses. Today's Amazon FBA. And you mm -hmm. wrote, but that's about over. Now, I'm curious on that um, personally for a personal reason because, like, I'm currently uh, quite a user of Amazon FBA, but maybe not in the way that you um, are saying it's going to be over, but maybe. So I'm curious. Um, for instance, like, you know, I have two physical products. They're journals, the Mastery mm -hmm. Journal and the Freedom Journal. I got them produced overseas um, and at a very low cost and then have them come over to my distributors in the U.S. And I do sell from my own you know, sites, the Freedom Journal and the masterjournal.com. Mm -hmm. But I also do then ship a bunch to Amazon mm -hmm. for FBA, fulfillment sure. by Amazon. And I do really well selling the journals mm -hmm. there. So um, what are you talking about when you say that Amazon FBA is about over? I think you're going to be okay because you have a differentiated product 
that not, you know, not everybody can make the John Lee Dumas, you know, Freedom Journal or Mastery Journal or whatever it is. Um, you know, they can't use your brand and make that journal. So you're going to be okay. The, the challenge for, you know, a lot of my friends that are doing FBA is, um, you know, I know a guy that uh, sells pillows on Amazon okay. and he, uh, um, you know, how many other people are selling pillows and how do you make pillows that are different than anybody else's? If you're a no-name brand, that's... And what are your profit margins too? Like how, how many pillows you have to sell, you know, to mm-hmm. actually make a decent amount of money? Like yeah. do you have a four cent profit margin? Do you have a 40 cents? Because I know that like, you know, because I have a $29 per sale profit margin that I can go pretty heavy into Amazon advertising, their AOS systems, and really, you know, spend three, four dollars per sale and still come out way in the green. I think what, what's going to go away is the people that are just going on Alibaba, you know, looking for whatever and, and you know, white labeling it and selling it. I think that's going to go away because I think Amazon, they are just going to go themselves into all the popular niches and, you know, sell stuff under their Amazon basics brand. I think they're going to push people out of the out of the market because they aren't paying the 30% whatever cut that Amazon is taking because it's they're paying it themselves so they can afford to exist on much lower margins. So they'll probably come and eat up a lot of the the great niches. Well, can we talk about that for a second? Because I think this is a yeah. great point that you're making. For instance, I went online a few days, uh, not a few days ago, a few months ago to buy some medicine balls for my gym. And you know, the first few that I got were from this company like Valor or something, and they were pretty expensive. But then I went mm-hmm. back on like a few weeks later to because I wanted to get a couple heavier and lighter ones. And all of a sudden, I saw this new option that popped up. It was an Amazon Basic medicine ball, and it was so much cheaper. And I was like, whoa, it's the exact same thing. It's beautiful colors. Like you could tell, it was great. So what is this Amazon Basics, and why should we be a little scared of this if we're focused on FBA, not our own products, but other products? That's Amazon's house brand. So like for Sam's, you know, they have their Sam's Choice, and Costco Uh, has like Kirkland Signature. It's their version of that. So, you know, if if they can sell, they, they can buy the same thing on Alibaba that you can. And they can sell it and they can, they've can. they got 30% more margin to work with because they're not paying themselves that fee. So they, they can sell stuff for cheaper and still make money off of it where you can't. Um, so there are a whole bunch of people that are just going to get their lunch eaten by Amazon. Some people already have. It's just going to keep moving in that direction. You know, plus, when you compound that with the fact that so many people are doing Amazon FBA now, it's just the prices are going to go down and, you know, the margins are going to shrink and it's just not going to be worth it. And, you know, a lot of the marketing strategies that people were using on Amazon FBA just aren't working as well mm. as they used to. They, you know, they, they banned incentivized reviews. So now you have to actually go get real reviews. And, um, you know, the times are definitely changing for this, you know, hot, you know, business model trend. It's just not going to be as easy and as lucrative as it used to be. We have a lot more to talk about, so I don't want to spend too much time on this ne- next topic, but I do want to dive a little bit more into Amazon Merch because you did say that you think this is the next trend business is coming, so you talked really eloquently about the the woman who's uploading the graphics and doing you know the great yeah. job with the shirts, et cetera. Mm-hmm. What exactly are some other opportunities or success stories that you're seeing within Amazon Merch? She's the one that I know that's doing it. I have a few other friends that are doing, you know, $1,000 a month. It's really just a matter of... But what are they doing? Is it all shirts or are there people doing other things besides shirts? They only do t-shirts right now. So uh, theoretically, it was designed for like a band that wants to make t-shirts online. But people figured out that it's kind of like Teespring. So you just upload your t-shirt designs and they do all of the work for you. Um, that gal's name is Elaine Haney, by the way. She's, she's great. She, I think she has a podcast about merch now, but yeah, she does. And she actually wrote a really good article on one, one of them's on, um, dig and Reddit or Reddit. Yeah. It's not, it's a Reddit article. Um, but so it's just 
shirts now, do you see them expanding into other kinds of merchandise? I think that's just a matter of time. I think they had a lot of problems with um, copyright issues and people copying other people's designs um, towards the end of the last year and actually shut down the application process for new accounts for a while and mm. nobody was getting approved. So I, I think merch kind of started out as a small team and then it got really popular before they really knew what they were doing and had the, had the staff to <laughs> handle the big issues. So they had to shut things down for a little while until the Christmas season was over. Um, but now, you know, people can upload designs again. And I think it's only a matter of time before Amazon recognizes the business opportunity that is because I think they set like a, a minimum price of like $15 a shirt or something like that. And, you know, they can make money selling T-shirts at 15 bucks and then whatever, you know, the, the merch you know, I guess, you know, Elaine or whoever who yeah. uploads the design, she can add pre- add money on top of that to, you know, make her money. But, you know, Amazon's going to at least make $15 off that shirt. So there's, Yeesh. you know, they're definitely going to do that. But, you know, people sell other promotional products too, you know, mugs and pencils and hats and stuff like that. You can own, you know, it's only a matter of time before Amazon, you know, jumps into some of that other stuff as well. Got it. Fire Nation, you don't want to go anywhere because you've been hearing some value bombs. We're going to be talking about the trends for getting web traffic in 2017 after we get back from thanking our sponsors. You know what's really frustrating? It can sometimes be a little embarrassing. When you spend a lot of time in bandwidth creating something, you're sure is going to work and then it bombs. Kind of like when you create a Facebook ad for a client or for your own business and the money goes out, but nothing comes back in. Losing money, no matter whose it is, is no fun. And when you're working with clients, losing their trust is definitely not something you want to do. So why struggle trying to figure it out on your own when you can just copy Billy Jean? My friend Billy Jean is hosting a free training where he's going to select a random attendee and then build an entire Facebook advertising campaign from scratch. The ad copy, the landing pages, and everything in between. He's also going to show you the same process he's used working with some of the world's largest franchises to get ROI. Claim your spot today at INeedThisTraining.com. That's INeedThisTraining.com. If you're looking for a new logo or website design but aren't really the design type, then I've got a great resource for you. It's called Design Crowd. Design Crowd is a crowdsourcing platform that gives you access to 500,000 creative minds from around the world who can come up with amazing designs for you. This is a huge plus for those of us who find ourselves to be designed challenged. All you have to do is launch your brief and then designers will begin submitting quality designs for you to review. Within hours, you'll receive your first design and over the course of several days, a typical project will receive 60 to 100 plus different designs to choose from, visit designcrowd.com slash fire. That's D-E-S-I-G-N-C-R-O-W-D dot com slash fire for a special $100 VIP offer or simply enter the discount code fire when posting your project on Design Crowd. So Matt, we are back. And as I promised Fire Nation, we're going to talk about the trends about getting web traffic because if you can create a good offer and then you can send traffic to that offer, you're going to win. It's just, that's, that's going to happen. That's a pretty simple recipe for success. So what are the mm-hmm. trends to getting web traffic in 2017? I think the big thing that we as you know, marketers need to focus on now is that so many of us have, have built businesses off you know, a single traffic source. Um, you know, people have built AdSense sites that just get Google traffic. People have built app businesses that only get track traffic from Apple and Google. Um, you know, Amazon businesses that only get traffic from Amazon. I think that I, I'm hoping that 
you know, we as a community are, are wising up to these things. And we're saying, you know, we're getting to a point where we say, you know, we're not just going to be reliant on this one big company to send us people because we've, we've seen this come and go before. So let's not do that again. So the, the people that, you know, I see now that are doing really well, you know, they're using Facebook, they're using Amazon, they're using, you know, five or six different, you know, advertising or marketing strategies, you know, to get people into their business. So, you know, they have a website, they've got their own funnels, Maybe they use ClickFunnels. Maybe they're selling a physical product. Maybe they're selling, you know, online educational content. But, you know, they really own the platform. And then they're just using these other channels to, you know, drive people to it. So it's it's really we need to be in a, a business model where our acquisition is federated. We're not um, doing SEO or maybe we are, but that's not the main thing. So it's um, when that one of those things goes away, then we can lean on the other ones to, to pick it up. Um, you know, all the, you know, the big Amazon people I know are, are trying to build their own e-commerce stores now, so they're not just reliant on Amazon. And, right. Um, I think that's definitely the trend and what we all need to be doing. Yeah, you know, what was pretty cool for me is that one day, um, not too long ago, my Shopify store went down. Like, it was just for no good reason. Like, it was down for like an hour. And so, um, well, I mean, my website was still up, but just the link to, to, to buy from Shopify was down. Like, Shopify was, was having mm-hmm. an issue. So I was able to change the button to just direct directly to Amazon. And mm-hmm. so I was able to kind of keep sales going. And so you could, you know, at the same time, like, you want to make sure that you have these kind of redundant situations, Fire Nation, whereas, you know, if your Amazon store gets shut down, well, a lot of people are going to be like, where's the Freedom Journal? So they'll probably Google the Freedom Journal, and guess what? The freedomjournal.com is going to come up. They can go over there and buy it. So definitely yep. be thinking about redundancy, protecting yourself, all of these things. And you kind of went through a few things, but um, you did say you need to focus on paid traffic. Can you kind of expound yeah. upon that a little bit? So when you are... When you are just a publisher in somebody else's ecosystem, so if you are, you know, Amazon FBA seller, you're a podcaster, you're somebody selling apps on the App Store, you're somebody with a website on Google, um, your interest and their interest aren't perfectly aligned because what what they want is what's best for their customers, and that's not always what's best for you um, as a publisher. Um, so really, but when you are doing paid traffic, you know. Google or Apple or Facebook or whoever that is, you know, selling you that selling selling you that ad space, you know, they want you to keep coming back and buying ads, and they know that the only way that you're going to do that is if you get a return on your investment. So your interest in the big companies' interests are better aligned um, when you're paying them money uh, for traffic because then you become their customer and they want to make you happy. Um, so those things, you know, they tend to stick around a lot longer than. You know, the kind of free rides that we've all been taking for, for years um, that come and go. Um, you know, I've had my AdWords account going promoting MarketBeat for probably six years now, and I haven't done a whole lot to, to mess with it. It just keeps humming away with the keywords that work for me. And Google takes my, you know, 2 or $3 per lead, and I get my 7 or $8 back. And huh. you know, I've been using that strategy for six years, and I think it'll probably go another six, maybe longer. Um so you know when when you when you're paying somebody money uh, for advertising, it just there's a better alignment of interest, and it just it's going to stick around longer and be a more sustainable strategy. So I think, you know, that's really what um, online entrepreneurs should, should focus on. Spending three, getting seven—that is a type of math that works. Fire Nation. Now, Mal, let's talk about some of the new technologies that most web mm-hmm. marketers, so that's you, Fire Nation, are not using yet. Yeah. So my favorite one is web push notifications. 
Um, so in Chrome, Firefox, and Safari, not Internet Explorer yet, <laughs> they have built in a notification system so that if you go to a website um, that has it set up, it'll ask you if you want to allow notifications on that website. And then if you click allow, they can send you a little browser notification in the bottom right of your browser window, just like you would get on your phone. And then you can put whatever you want in that browser window and send it to all your subscribers. So you get a little picture, you get a headline, you get text. Uh, we've got about 38,000 people on our web push notification list, and we built this up in like 90 days um, on our various websites. But what's really cool about it is that whenever I send one of those um, to promote like a webinar or something that somebody's doing, you know, I can get a thousand people click through in a period of like an hour, wow. which is just, you know, it's amazing. The click through rates are very good. The engagement is good. Um, it's a great way to hit people that are on their web browsers right now. They don't miss it. Um, they come back later, they'll see the push notification. It's a very high engagement rate kind of thing. And it's just a great way to make people that were on your website at one point come back to it. Maybe promote a product, maybe promote new content. There's lots of things you can do with it, but I think it's it's not quite email marketing, but it may be the, the second best thing to it, um, just in terms of you know a way to make people that come to your website sticky and, and come back for more. Now, let me see if I get this right, because I might not be understanding it completely, but if people come to, say, my website for, mm-hmm. let's just say, they go to podcastersparadise.com because they're curious about you know, maybe a webinar that's coming up or just my community, and they click allow um, push notifications when they get there. And then, you know, say two days later, they're on um, ESPN.com looking up their sports team on that browser, but I'm yeah. about to have a webinar. I can send a notification to them on that ESPN browser says, hey, 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 John's doing a webinar in an hour. You should come hang out. Yes, you can. That come on. That's the magic of it. That's they magic. They on your website. Yeah, if you go to MarketBeat and you go to marketbeat.com in your web browser, you'll see that as long as you're not using Internet Explorer, of course, yeah. but you'll see that that request. You click allow, you're going to get stuff. You're going to get a message from me every day saying, yeah. you know, here are today's, you know, stockbroker ratings. Go check these out. And, you know, we get, oh, it just. Let me play devil's advocate for a second, though. So have you tested bounce rate? So people get to your website. Then the first thing they get is this pop up that says you want to allow mm-hmm. notifications. Are they like, screw this? Boom, they're, they're piecing out. I mean, have you t- tested yeah. bounce rates? Yeah, it hasn't done much. You know, it really doesn't make an impact because it's it's not, you know, it's not like a big black screen pop-up. We know we do use those, but it's not like that because it's just a, you know, it's maybe a 300 by 100 thing that shows up in the top left of their web browser. And I might be wrong on this, but I bet a lot of times people don't even associate that with your specific site. They might just yeah. be like, oh, this is like a browser thing. Like, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Interesting. No, I, I think anybody that's not using this is, is missing out right now, and almost nobody is using it. You do need to have um, SSL set up on your website, but everybody should be doing that anyway for SEO reasons now that it's a, a ranking factor in Google. Okay, so specifically for this um, trend, where can we go to, to learn more on MarketBeat? So to learn how to do web push notifications? Yeah. I did write a blog post on how to do it, um, how to set it up on your website and then make it so every new blog post would go to your push notifications. Just shoot me the link and we'll put it in the show notes page. Yeah, it's on mattpulson.com. If you scroll down a little bit or go to the second page, it'll be there, but we'll definitely get it in the show notes It'll probably too. be like the fifth or sixth page by the time this goes live. Yep. So we'll get in the show yeah. notes, Fire Nation. We'll sure. have that for you. Let's talk yeah. about um, paid advertising through content recommendation ads like Taboola because yeah. they are cheap. Yes, they are. It's, you know, Taboola, AdBlade, Rev Content. There are a few big companies that have kind of set themselves up and just have, have worked the phones, worked the email inboxes to get mm. on everybody's website. You know, the ads pay reasonably well, so we run some of them on our websites. Um, but 
the what they cost the publisher is just very you know it's it's probably an order of magnitude smaller than Google AdWords would be. So if you're paying you know twenty you know a buck fifty a click on Google AdWords, you might be paying fifteen cents a click on you know Rev Content or Taboola. Um, it's just a different type of ad, and it's in a different placement, and you know it's more content driven. So if you can um, create some compelling content that um, you know your top ten you know the top ten mistakes that podcasters make um, in their first twenty shows, and you make that and you put on Rev Content and you or something like that, and you target you know you know, people that have, you know, websites that are relevant to your niche, you can, you can get a lot of, you know, reasonably targeted traffic. And then you can, you know, once people are on your website, you can um, put it, you know, pixel them, you can retarget them, you can have an opt-in form, you could ask them to sign up for web push notifications. So, you know, once they're on your website, reading your content, you know, there's just a ton of different ways that you can do that. You can just get it done really cheaply too. Uh, it's a, I think it's definitely something that we're, most marketers are, are underutilizing right now. Okay, so as we kind of wind up here, let's mm-hmm. talk about Facebook retargeting, video on Facebook. You know, I know live video is just all the rage right now. So talk about those two, and then we'll wrap it up. If you have an email list, you know, upload it to Facebook, and you can target your email list with paid products on Facebook. You can create, um, you can create, um, I forget what they call it, but they're a list of people similar to what's on your the people on your email list. So you could find the people that should be subscribing but haven't subscribed yet. You can find some very interesting audience analytics so you can learn what the gender of your audience is, the age, where they live, what their incomes are. Just a ton of very relevant demographic information uh, and geographic, that kind of stuff too, uh, just by uploading your email list to Facebook. So there's just a ton of different things you can do with retargeting through Facebook. Even if you don't run the ads, you know, do it for the um, audience insight. There's just a lot of great stuff you can yeah. do there. And that's a lookalike audience. Yes, yes. Um, cool. So, you know, Facebook Live video, obviously, um, I, I don't know what there is to say about it, but it's, it's just, it's a huge, it's a huge thing that's not getting utilized well. Um, you know, the uh, ultra spiritual guy, what's his name? Um, the guy with long hair that does funny videos. JP Sears, that's it. He does his shows on Facebook Live and he gets, you know, a thousand people um, watching it just on their phones and on, on Facebook. Wow. And, you know, you, you can do this with your audience too. You know, yeah. I, you know, every now and then I'll go on Facebook live. I may have 1500 friends, but you know, I can get, you know, four or 500 views by the end of the day, just yeah. with any video. That I, I just did one the other day for two and a half hours. And by the end of the video alone, I had over 2000 views. And then yeah. by the next day it was over 3000 and there was 350 comments. I mean, it, can really just really rev up. Yeah. And it looks good to have that many views, that many comments, that many shares, that many likes. So good stuff. People need to know is that it works if you're not John Lee Dumas too. <laughs> you're just a regular person. A you regular know, it, person? It, what? It, it, it works because you get notifications right. on, you know, on your phone that says, hey, John is streaming live on Facebook. Yeah. And what was cool is that during my two and a half hour live, like I literally had Michael Hyatt drop in, Chris Ducker yeah. drop in, like Michael O'Neill drop in, Sally Hogshead came in. And I was just like, like, how are these people even knowing that? But they're just at some yeah. point going into Facebook and they're getting that notification and they're like, you know, that was like an hour and 15 minutes in. So I'm, yeah. I'm finding like long, if you're willing to do a long-term live video, like you're getting good mm-hmm. results. Yeah, definitely. Brother, you have been awesome as always. And you have something that if Fire Nation doesn't take advantage of, I'm just going to say it, Fire Nation, you're silly because this gold that Matt's been dropping, he's put it all together. He's got this great thing called online business from scratch. And you, Fire Nation, can get a free PDF copy at Matt 
mattpaulson.com slash eofire. That's Matt, P-A-U-L, so Matt Paul, son, S-O-N, mattpaulson.com slash eofire. It's free and it's genius. I literally have already gone and got this because I'm just fired up about it. Matt, tell us a little bit about that and then we'll say bye. I think three years ago now, I wrote about a book about internet business. Um, it's called 40 Rules for Internet Business Success, which is free on Amazon right now. Um, but I decided that, you know, now that I know three years more worth of information, I should probably write that book again <laughs> and really write, write it in a way that's comprehensive and has kind of a step-by-step kind of format where it's, you know, niche selection, brand selection, content creation, marketing, um, sales, product development, everything you'd want to know about building you know, an online business where you sell some kind of digital product or have advertising. This is kind of a soup to nuts guide on how to do that and how I've done that. Um, so if that's something you want to learn, um, not trying to make a ton of money off this book. I just wanted to create a resource for all the people that asked me for coffee. Um, so I can just give them the book instead. Uh, (laughs) just go to, yeah, go check it out. It's, uh, you know, it'll be free as PDF to you guys. And if you like it, you know, maybe leave a review on Amazon so other people can find it too. Yes, but still. I'd love to give you all a copy of that book. So definitely go check that out. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out for the third time on EO Fire with MP and JLD. So keep up the heat. If you head over to eofire.com and you just type Matt in the search bar, all three of his episodes are going to pop up. Every one is great. So listen to them. And these are the best shows in the biz. So the timestamps, the links that we talked about, Matt's going to send me over that article that he wrote about web push notifications. That'll be in there. And of course, the final CTA, online business from scratch. Get it. It's a free PDF for you over at mattpaulson.com slash e. Oh, fire. Matt, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, brother, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with Matt today. I know that from this side of the mic, I was getting value bombs dropped on my head. And if you're ready to turn your funnels on fire, I have a free step-by-step course for you, funnelonfire.com. I will catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. My friend Billy Jean is hosting a free training where he's going to build an entire Facebook advertising campaign from scratch. The ad copy, the landing pages, and everything in between. Why struggle trying to figure out Facebook ads on your own when you can just copy Billy Jean? Claim your spot today at INeedThisTraining.com. That's INeedThisTraining.com.